Hi, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle, and I wanted to share my latest thoughts and insights. I am a very insightful person in some ways. I have a lot of problems. I have a tendency towards obsessive compulsive thinking and a lot of worry, and I'm highly sensitive. I'm introverted. I'm left-handed. I'm an only child. These are the things about me, and I might be high-functioning autistic, or I might just be highly sensitive and introverted, uh, which doesn't mean that I'm weak or less than. It means that I'm different. Um, There's a lot of people that are extroverted who think that introverted people are inferior to them, which is silly because we are equal but different, and different people, whether they're introverted or extroverted, have different strengths and different weaknesses. I had an argument with somebody yesterday that was extremely upsetting to me. And this person thinks that when they give me advice, I'm supposed to take their advice. They think that they are, that I am wasting their time if they give me advice and I don't follow it. And my opinion is that when somebody asks for my advice, I don't assume that they have to do what I say or they're wasting my time. I feel like they're trying to figure something out and they're curious what I think and what would I do if I were them. And then they help, they use what I say to learn something about, gee, I wonder if I want to do what Shannon just suggested or... Do I want to do something different that works for me? And the person that argued with me yesterday, he disagrees with the decision that I made. And which is fine, but this person has a pattern of saying, I know you're not going to follow with my advice because you never do. And his assumption is that he knows he, it's a guy, he knows what's best for me. And he even said, I shouldn't trust my feelings, that I can't trust my feelings. And then he kind of belittled me and made fun of me following my intuition. And I am self-aware enough to know that if I'm following my intuition truly, that's coming from a place of wisdom. And if I'm in my neurotic, stressed out, worried about everything state of fear, I can't really trust myself when I'm in a not good, healthy state of mind. And he's right that when I'm in a neurotic state, I can't really trust. I, you know, I'm not, I don't have access to my insight that's smart and reliable. Uh, I need to just at that point just basically get through the storm cloud of my mood and my emotions When I'm upset, he says, settle down, settle down. You know, there's a lot of different things that are very dysfunctional. But the reason why about the relationship that I have with this person, uh, but I hang in there because I keep thinking that some of the issues are my fault. But I know that when two people are arguing, both people are contributing to whatever the problem is. It's not just one person or the other. Uh, So this person implied that he was in a perfectly good mood, and then I came over and stressed him out. Maybe that's true, but that doesn't sound realistic to me, because if I'm in a really good mood and somebody comes and visits me that's stressed out, 
it doesn't completely ruin my mood. I don't, I don't fully blame them, in other words, if my mood changes to something more negative. It could be that I'm having empathy for them and I'm getting stressed out. But when you respond with anger to someone who's stressed out, it only makes things worse. And what I'm saying is I'm only willing to take responsibility for the part that I create in a relationship with this other person. I'm not willing to take the responsibility of them. So I'm having boundary issues and communication issues with this one person. And then in my job situation, I'm having to say yes and no and make different choices, which are difficult. So I am needing to figure out how to take care of myself. There's so many complicated things happening in my life right now. And then I'm thinking, you know what, maybe it doesn't matter because autism, I'm very high functioning if I'm autistic at all, because when I say that, I'm not trying to put myself down or say that I'm a victim or that there's something wrong with me. Autism is not a mental illness. Autism is a different kind of brain that your brain physically processes in a different way. And so it could be that my brain is a little different than neurotypical people. And I'm not using that as an excuse. What I'm saying about that is, oh God, now I lost my train of thought. No matter what is going on with me, whether I just suffer from you know, anxiety, depression, I'm highly sensitive, I'm overwhelmed, maybe I work a little too much sometimes because I thrive on the structure of work and I'm not real comfortable in my social life, so I really like working with other people as a model, whether it's medical people or art people, I really enjoy that and I feel good about myself, my self-esteem, like I'm earning a living on a practical level, it's a smart choice. But on, a, on another level, on a social level, I feel like my self-esteem is nurtured when I work with other people as a model because I feel like I'm helping them and I'm serving them. And so I feel good about myself aside from the money, even if it, you know, like um, even if it was just volunteer work, I would still feel good about it on a serving other people level. Um, and I feel like no matter what is really going on with me that's causing me stress, what would be therapy for that? Therapy for that would be for me to spend more time doing what I love. Like no matter who somebody is and whatever their problems are, whether they have a mental illness or autism or uh, they're in a wheelchair or they have some kind of physical handicap and they have to... Uh, do things in a different way. No matter what the problems are that somebody has, they will do better eating a healthy diet, getting out in nature, getting fresh air, getting natural sunlight. So I'm thinking what I really need to do is spend more time in nature, barefoot in the woods. And a lot of people make fun of people who say things like this, but on a biochemical, physical level, you know, there's a thing called forest bathing in Japan, they call it forest bathing. And if you spend time in nature, surrounded by plants and trees and birds and the whole natural ecosystem, it can be very soothing and comforting visually, but also there's fresh, clean oxygen in the air. As well as when you're barefoot on the ground, or you sit on the earth and you sit on the literally on the dirt of the earth, on a physical energy level, it actually helps your immune system and strengthens your body's electrical current. 
because we are surrounded in the city. I live in Seattle, which is a big city, and I'm surrounded by electricity and EMF, electromagnetic fields of cell phones and Wi-Fi and blue light and artificial light. And I feel like that has stressed me out. So on a basic physical and mental level, it would help me to get more natural sunlight and to go for more walks. I was taking a lot of walks in the woods, and I seems like lately I've just been walking around the city on the pavement more than walking in the woods. So I feel like my prescription for myself is to spend more time in nature. And I've also been on Wellbutrin off and on for many years, and I'm going to taper off again. Uh, I don't think the Wellbutrin is helping me. I think the increase in dopamine is actually making me stressed out and increasing my anxiety. And there's somebody close to me that doesn't believe in me doing that, so I have to not tell this person that. Um, They don't want me to trust myself on this, and I think that's the wrong advice for me. So I'm going to trust myself that I'm going to taper off. I know how to do it. I'm on 150 milligrams right now. I'm going to taper down to 75. I have uh, 14 pills left from a a different prescription that's really, uh, when they start you off, they start you off on 75 milligrams and bump you up to 150 Um, so I'm on my 150 milligrams right now. I have two pills left and then I'm going to take 14 pills that are only 75 milligrams. And I've done this before years ago. I tapered off very slowly and then I just went off and I have an herb called ashwagandha that I'm going to take instead. And I also take magnesium and electrolytes to try to calm me. And so I think exercise, spending time in nature, tapering off Wellbutrin, And I'm also in the process of finding a new therapist because my health insurance plan is still the same. But the clinic that I go to, it's a community clinic, and they got bought by another company. So things are changing, and so I don't have a therapist. My therapist actually left the company because she wasn't happy with what was going on, so I need to find a new therapist. And I might try to get myself assessed for autism, but it's very complicated to find out how to do this because it's not... I think it's not covered by my insurance, uh, but it might be if I can figure out how to navigate our USA, very complicated system. If I lived in England, it would be a lot easier. My friend in England has a much easier time with his health care than I do with mine, uh, both for mental health services and physical medicine and, you know, dental and vision and all of it. So thank you for listening. I just wanted to share the latest. Thank you, anybody who's listening. I'm going to listen to this myself to try to learn something. Uh, I really want to try and be a stronger person and listen to my higher self. And uh, my friend that said really negative things to me yesterday, I feel like that was very disrespectful. I don't know if I should use the word abusive, but I think definitely this person was being disrespectful to me and not acknowledging that, and dissing me, uh, uh, belittling my feelings, telling me my feelings didn't matter, uh, telling me this isn't about your feelings, this is about the facts. And I said, this is about the facts and my feelings. So this person thought I wanted advice. I didn't want advice. I wanted to share something with the person but they didn't understand that. So they, they basically, this person and I speak a completely different language. We come from a different perspective. Um, this person comes from a military background. 
And their style is if somebody tells you what to do as advice, you're supposed to do it as if it's an order. And that's military. In the military, officers give people lower than them orders that they must follow. So that's that's his, his mentality. He's thinking uh, that my job when he gives me advice is to follow it. And if I don't follow it, then I'm disrespecting him or that it's wasting his time. Like he thinks, and, and that's completely alien to me. My understanding of advice is that you're asking somebody for advice. Sometimes I'm not even asking him for advice. I'm just wanting to share feelings that I have about something, and then I'm really going to figure it out myself. He doesn't understand that. He thinks I'm always asking for advice. But even when I ask for advice, he thinks my job is to follow his advice. Otherwise, I wouldn't ask him. And that's just a very, again, a very military way. I mean, literally, that's what they do in the military. It's not advice. It's an order. You are ordered to do something, and you must do it without any questions asked. You just trust that that person knows what they're talking about. So that's exactly what he's doing to me. In fact, his father was an army general, literally. So that is the modus operandi of somebody that's way up high in the military. Whatever they tell their lower people to do is what they're supposed to do. So this person thinks of me as lower than him, and he's bossing me around. And that's really not okay. So it's really unhealthy, and it's it's uncomfortable to even say this, in this into this recording device that I'm close friends with somebody who is bossing me around like they're an army general, basically. I don't even think they know that. If I told them that, they would probably laugh at me and say I didn't know what I was talking about. But literally, this guy's father was an army general, literally. So... <laughs> um, so I'm just figuring this out. It's weird that it takes me like 50 years to figure stuff out because I'm 50. I'm 50 years old. I can kick and stretch and kick. So that's what the deal is. And I have to go very soon to my art modeling job. And my parents taught me, my parents are both more introverted uh, than this person I'm talking about who's like an army general. And my parents are more intuitive and sensitive uh, my mom and dad are both, they're divorced. They divorced when I was four, but I talk to each of them separately and they're, they're sensitive and in touch with their feelings. And my mom and dad are both in touch with their masculine and feminine sides, in my opinion. And so am I. You know, I think of myself as androgynous. I have male and female aspects. And when somebody asks for my advice, I don't think that their job is to do whatever I say, as if I'm an expert on what they should do. I just give them my feedback and then they can measure it, the pros and cons, and then decide for themselves what they want to do for themselves. It's really none of my business. And that's how my parents, that's what they taught me. And I agree with that. Uh, my parents, when they ask someone else's advice, they don't think their job is to follow that advice no matter what. You know, they're asking advice to weigh the pros and cons, and then they have to figure out for themselves what they want to do. So I'm just figuring out that this style of, of the person that I'm talking about, the way he communicates with me is military style, and that does not work for me. So I don't come from a military family, and so that's very foreign to me, to be bossed around and, and no questions asked, just do what the person says, which is disturbing to me that he thinks of me in that way, that I'm subservient to him. So it might be a little bit of male chauvinism on his part, uh, 
But I've also seen female people behave in this manner. So it's kind of like women can boss people around. And that's not, maybe that's female chauvinism. I don't know what that is. If a woman is bossing around a man or another woman, and she's telling him, him or her what to do, and thinking that advice is that you have to do what they say, that's not advice. That's, that's bossing somebody around and acting like an army general is what that is. So I'm just figuring this out. So I need to figure out how to take good care of myself in this situation. And I do think that spending more time in the forest will actually help strengthen my physical body and my mental health and my immune system, quite literally, on an electromagnetic level whatever you call the physics, the level of the electricity in the earth. We are all electrical, like our heart has a magnet. We are, we are electrical, you know, as mammals on this planet. As humans, we are electrical, literally. So when we spend time in nature and connect with the earth, it helps us. And so we are part of nature and we're not separate from nature. So that's actually literally true. It's not just some airy-fairy, new-agey. You know, I'm into meditation and I'm into spirituality and feelings. I'm into that. And I don't like it when people say, oh, that's so woo-woo and, and they make fun of people. I don't like that. But um, on a physical level, though, this is like scientific. So to me, spirituality is not... Um, airy fairy or religious dogma that's about guilt and fear and shame that's not spiritual to me so to me nature is spiritual and science is spirit so spirituality is a physical ecosystem thing to me so it's wisdom and the ecosystem and the way it's all connected is a very physical scientific thing so that's the kind of spirituality that I'm interested in not New Age, airy-fairy, but I, I really find it insulting when people say things like that because I am a kind of um, nature person in that way. So beyond duality would be nice to, to think that you're either a total atheist or you're a, a religious, a superstitious person is silly. I don't, I'm neither. I'm not an atheist. I'm not even agnostic. Uh, but I'm also not religious, and I don't believe in um, a God in the sky that's going to punish me and, you know, evil and, and the devil versus, uh, you know, heaven and hell and all of that. I don't believe in any of that. That's just a bunch of superstition to me. But I do believe in wisdom, and I don't believe in throwing the baby out with the bathwater. So I believe in wisdom, and I believe in science. And to me, spirituality is a scientific thing. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. Um, there's a thing called science of mind and non-duality, which is kind of resonates with me in that way. There's wisdom. So I need to follow this wisdom and don't let anybody boss you around. Anybody listening to this, don't let anybody dominate or boss you around and tell you that you're less than them. That's just uh, toxic. So listen to your own heart and mind and your wisest self and... Yeah, I need to recharge my batteries, so I'm going to spend more time in nature. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, everyone. My name is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring. I think I need to find some new friends. I also like a lot of time to myself, so thanks for listening. Bye for now.